Support for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast comes from Manscaped. Father's Day is just around the corner and you probably need a gift for that hairy dad in your life. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 cause you know what they say, like father like son. Hook him up this Father's Day with our exclusive offer and get 20% off plus free shipping when you include the code DADHARD20 at manscaped.com. Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock Off the knob on top of the hydrant We was wildin' on the side of a Welcome all my doodadas, future fathers, potential parents And everyone else tuning in This is Dad Hard with a podcast And as always, I am your host, Mo Green And I will say it because... I am officially out of quarantine, uh, and I only say that because I was in the Barclays Center for Net Celtics playoff round one, game two, Tuesday night, and that motherfucker was rocking. It was rocking. I've not seen excitement in the Barclays Center like that since I've been going to the Barclays Center, which is since the moment that it opened, basically. Because um, I was there for the first Jay-Z show that opened that motherfucker up. Uh, uh, my buddy was at the Knicks game last night, said it was jam-packed and on fire. So I hope that that means that we are finally in the light, on the other side of the tunnel, in this pandemic situation because it has been completely insane especially for us parents and for all parents listening I know I am preaching to the goddamn choir on that um but it looks like we are actually at the light on the end of the tunnel so let's freaking Go. For those of you that are just listening for your first time, I am your host, Mo Green, as I stated at the top. This is Dad Hard with a Podcast, and I am just a dad that tends to talk to other dads so we can all try to learn from each other to be the best dads that we can be. You know, in other words, I guess, you know, I'm trying to make the world a better place one dad at a time, man. That's what the goal is here. Um, So if this is your first time listening, enjoy. And as always, to connect on the fatherhood, brotherhood, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod and check out the website wedadhard.com. That said... Last week's episode, fantastic. I talked to my own personal trainer uh, about his uh, his dealings with fatherhood. He's about a month, and, uh, a year and a half in, uh, so just a couple months behind me, um, and uh, and that was an awesome conversation. But what I want to do on this episode is continue with the concept on the, that I spoke about in the top of the episode last week because um, that situation has gotten to another level. 
this week. And, and that situation being dealing with these quote unquote night terrors that my daughter is apparently dealing with right now. Um, but before we get into that big announcement that Dad Hard with a podcast has officially partnered with Manscaped. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, and their brand-new shaving tools just dropped right in time for Father's Day. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, which I tried for the first time this week, is now available in the U.S. and Canada. What makes this waterproof trimmer different from all other trimmers? This 7,000 RPM trimmer features skin-safe technology to keep your balls and your chest, and your armpits, if you're talking about how I used it, uh, and it has helped reduce manscaping accidents around the world. A new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock created for jet setters. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn that 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for more precise shave. The craftsmanship and details in the 4.0 are next level. Additionally, guard lengths with sizes 1 to 4 let you trim to your liking. I love investing in the best new technology and advancements, and I'm blown away by the performance. I swear, I use it this week. I have no razor bumps. It's incredible. So men, if you've been shaving with that same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing it wrong. And don't forget the Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof. I used it in the shower. Stop imagining your dad has it covered because... He probably doesn't. Make him proud this year and join the 2 million men who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DADHARD20 at manscaped.com. This is the perfect package for you and your dad's perfect package. But now to get back to the topic of these night terrors, um, it is actually more difficult, I would say, to deal with than even the sleep regression, right? Uh, and obviously you have multiple sleep regressions over the course of the years. Uh, I, I have detailed them very thoroughly on this podcast, uh, but these night terrors are something completely different. This is a completely different beast of its own um, and something that I never thought that I would have to deal with. Uh, and they're different in the sense that with the sleep regression, right? You know that they just have to, you know, uh, figure out how to self-soothe and you can do this cry it out method. You can do the sleep training, etc. right? Uh, mainly, you know, you let them cry it out and, and they deal with it. They go back to sleep and it's not a big deal. Maybe they, you know, maybe some sleep regressions are worse and you're up most of the night, but you know, a couple days, week, you know, it's over. This night terror thing seems like it's really fucking here to stay. And I am just petrified waking up in the middle of every night because it's a different type of scream. You know, when my daughter was going through her sleep regressions, uh, I was able to kind of just tack that up as sleep regression and, and that's that, right? Um, 
you know, the only times we ever went in there was when she was throwing her pacifier or blankets outside of the crib. And then there was no chance she was going back to sleep. So we kind of had to go in. Um, of course, she probably learned how to manipulate us and, and do that just so that we would come in. But that's another story altogether. With this night terror thing, um, it's so scary as a parent because it's these blood-curdling screams and it's beyond just crying. It's these blood-curdling screams that just wake you up in such like a panic that something is really wrong. You know what I mean? It's like it's like she was screaming as if somebody was like in the room trying to take her or, you know, or she saw like a freaking animal or something like that. And you know what? Maybe she is. Maybe that's what she's dreaming about and that's why she's freaking out. But like she's also been inconsolable once you actually go in to try to console her. Like completely inconsolable. It is not even a question about how freaked out and uh, un, uh, like just off her rocker she is because she she just won't calm down. She's crying hysterically. She you you hold her and she's just constantly crying and crying like something is is in her head preventing her from you know, being able to relax. Uh, again, I, I can only compare to the sleep regressions, but sleep regression is not like that. You know, you go in, you console them, and they're all right after that. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a little bit of an extended cry, but like, they're not freaking out like that. You can't see, like, you can almost feel the horror coming out of her body it's like exuding from her pores the tears are flowing the snot's dripping and she's just you can tell that she's so scared about something and it's even scarier as a parent because you know what's going on inside this girl's head you know what's what's going what what is she thinking about that is causing this type of disruption in her sleep and especially when she's not waking up in the first place right i, I said this last week so i apologize for being redundant but you look at the monitor and she's asleep she's not moving she's just crying and screaming hysterically and it's so horrifying and like nerve wracking and there's nothing that you can really do about it. You know, like I, I, I trust me, this has been going on for the better half of the better part of this last month, probably every week this month, there's been at least two to three days where these night terrors have happened. It's actually now, you know, more commonplace that she's having these night terrors than she's not. And every time it's the same. Last night happened to be the worst where not only would she not stop crying and screaming uncontrollably, but she actually, you know, my wife went in to go get her. And I, I, I still am of the mind. I, I try to wait it out and see if she'll just go back to sleep. But then, you know, there hits a point where it's like, all right, she's not going back to sleep and now you're frightened. So somebody has to go in there. Um, and last night it was my wife and she, she went in and 
not only would my daughter not stop crying and screaming, but she wouldn't even let my wife like sit back down or, or sit down at all or lie back down in bed with her in her arms still. And that is unusual, right? When we've gone in to go get her, a lot of times, you know, it's bringing her into the room, letting her know daddy's here too and mommy's here and mommy's here and daddy's here. You know, we're all here. We're together. We're protect. She wouldn't even let us do that last night. She didn't care. My wife would sit down on the, just like, not even sit, but just motion to sit down on the bed, right? Her knees would bend a little bit. And just when you thought that my daughter was consoled, hysterical crying, screaming all over the place. It was just, it was very, very tough night last night. And she did it three times throughout the night and each time finally the last time she stayed in bed with us for a little bit um and and then she actually fell back asleep and then we took her and put her back in bed but you know the other two times she wouldn't eat there was no consoling her and it's really painful to see your child go through something like that and something that you can't help and something that you're doing everything you possibly can think of to try to console her and it's not working it's actually getting worse you know what I mean the more you try to console like the worse it's getting and she's hyperventilating and you know and it's just I just feel so bad for her because what can she be thinking about that's making her react this way and scaring her so much that She's just completely inconsolable. It, uh, it's it's a very, very, very difficult thing to deal with. It's, it's probably been the hardest month uh, in regards to sleeping that has happened, that we've dealt with since the first week that we had our daughter home. You know, obviously, because nobody sleeps that first week. Yeah, that first month, I guess. You know, nobody sleeps then. But now, it, it, it this is a whole different beast. And... It's very, 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 very hard to see and and to handle as a parent to just watch your child clearly in some state of fear and or pain and you can't do anything about it. It makes you feel, you know, um, inadequate as a parent. Like I can't console my own child. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I, I have to be able to be doing something that can help her here. And there's just really nothing that you can do to do that. Um, and and I, I, I've read everywhere. I've done countless amounts of research to try to figure something out, try to find a way to get her over this. And everything says the exact same thing. You gotta just let it steer the course. And it's something that will probably be commonplace, you know, between the ages of two and four. Uh, Because this just happens. They start understanding fear and they get scared of it, you know, and that's that's what it is. Um, So I asked last week, I'm going to pose the question again this week, please Anybody, if you have had this experience with night terrors, with your son, with your daughter, child, etc., um, 
you know, please reach out dadhardpod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram dadhardpod uh, and DM us um, because I am in desperate need of some semblance of a solution here or some way to, you know, mitigate this this problem and this issue that she's having um, because it just breaks my heart to see her like that. It's just, it's really crazy. Um, So yeah, please uh, send in any suggestions that you have. If you know anything, you know, that that worked for you, we are here. I am desperate to get some some assistance on this. Uh, It's really bad to the point where we just called our pediatrician and um, uh, I'm going into the pediatrician's office tomorrow to take her in and, and, and try to see what's been going on here and, and how we might be able to, to, to help. Um, speaking of the pediatrician, the other situation that my daughter's going through right now, and I believe I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, is that she's really into picking her nose now. Uh, you know, like I, I, the last couple of weeks, she's been really into it, and she's actually done it so much this last week she's like got now like an infection in her nose it's all like pussy and gross and you know and 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 that combined with this new heat wave that we're getting here in new york she's got like these pimples all over her face um and uh you know it it kind of leads into the 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 concept that you know my baby is becoming a, a a child now you know, she's she's not just running, walking, playing, doing the whole thing, but she's putting dirt on her face. She's getting what I believe is heat rash. But again, you know, um, this thing with her nose has is, is been really bad. It, it's swollen and, 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 and just like pussy and it's not getting better um, and, and all this stuff. And, you know, it really it really makes makes me think about all the times that that my dad told me, "Uh, oh, yep, don't pick your nose. You don't want to be the kid in school with the with the with the nose picking and and everybody's laughing at you cuz you're nose picking. Nobody wants to sit next to you cuz you just got your finger up your nose." Yeah, now it brings that whole whole concept to light here cuz I'm dealing with it now, you know, uh, but but she's actually hurt herself. Um and it's getting all crusty and snotty and it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nose picking is gross. I never realized how disgusting that was until you see it in your own kid. You know that that's some real inspirational shit there. But um, but yeah, the, this uh, it also kind of takes me into a place where it's like you know we got to really now cut her nails. You know, like like her nails get really sharp. Baby's nails just get sharp in general. Uh, and I was always like, ah, not a big deal. But the way that she's cut up. The inside of her nose is just awful. And I feel so bad for her because she's also clearly in pain about that. Maybe that's, you know, leading to some of the night terrors. I don't know. But um, it's it's been a rough week with, with, with the dad hard crew over here uh, as far as my daughter is concerned. Uh, but on the flip side of that, she is just learning more now it is week 95 that she's been alive and she's just in this full-fledged mimicking mode she loves to speak 
And she's loved to speak for a while, but she's in this full-fledged mimicking mode where she wants to learn as many words, phrases, etc. as possible. So what she's doing is literally just copying and repeating everything my wife and I say, all the way down to the yo shits and fucks and, and all the curse words that we're dropping, which, you know, makes me have to think about myself and how to tone that down a little bit, at least in front of her, but... You know, uh, she she's like singing songs that she hears on on that that we play for her at the music class they have with her at daycare. She was coming home. There's this there's this guy, Mr. Simon, that I believe I've spoken about on this podcast a couple of times. That comes to her daycare, and then he does like uh, little shows every weekend in the park by by uh, our neighborhood, uh, and. She he has this song called Spring is Here and she can't stop singing it. He came to her daycare yesterday and now all she wants to say is Spring is here, Spring is here. How do you think I know? And she just like learned it from him at one time. She's been listening to this song by Mr. Simon for the good better part of a year now. And finally, it like resonated with her. Uh, it's like this switch clicked. And again, maybe it's that same switch that clicked that ignited fear in her heart and mind. Sorry, I keep coming back to that. But, you know, maybe it's that same switch where she's now understanding these words and understanding things and can can call and repeat and uh, she just is in this singing mode right now where she just wants to sing all the time repeat the words to songs that she that that she's singing it is awesome to be around her when she's awake you right be, and, and and live that with her right and live this this growth in her speech development, she's like straight up saying full-fledged sentences and has, you know, and statements and all this type of stuff. Uh, it's fucking phenomenal. Uh, but the singing is really the point that is the piece of growth in, in her language skills because she's just singing these words perfectly without a drop of a hitch in them and like she knows what they mean you know she's like she understands it you know and and it's just wild it, it gets me every time to see how a child's language develops specifically from day to day week to week month to month and uh it's it, it, it's just really cool uh, I now wish that she could just sing away these night terrors and not have them anymore. Uh, you know, she even did it last week. My mom came and babysitted and woke up in the middle of the night. My mom was like, I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. She was so inconsolable. I just had to bring her downstairs and 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 let her watch TV with me. You know, it's just this, this night terror thing is really bothering me. Um, and and it, it's really been a tough a tough thing to deal with. Uh, it's very tough to see. Whenever your child's in distress, it, it's very tough to see. So I will repeat, please, if you're listening and you have experienced this this concept of night terrors, please reach out, uh, share share your story, share your experience, and share whatever it you did to help get through that uh and 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 calm them down at nighttime listen if it's chamomile tea i gotta give her i drink it every night anyway done if it's warm milk i'll start heating that shit up with her dinner done if it's a you know 
some sort of something in the bath to soothe her, you know, getting a sort, certain kind of bubbles, done, I'll do it. Rubbing her feet, I'll do it. Whatever it is, uh, I, I really I really want this thing to stop because it's been very, very, very difficult. Um, and you can see that it's taxing on her. She's not getting a lot of sleep and it's affecting her at the end of the day, she's a lot more irritable now when she comes home from daycare. She's still cute as shit singing her Spring Is Here song, but she is a lot more irritable, a lot like less inclined to eat, you know, at, at nighttime at least. She's not been eating as well uh, at nighttime and in the morning. She's actually specifically in, with breakfast. She's not been eating breakfast very well. And that was always like her favorite meal of the day. You know, whether it's waffles, cereal, oatmeal, pancakes, uh, French toast. Uh, it doesn't matter. She loved her breakfast had blueberries chopped up with some sort of eggs or something like that. Bacon. She didn't even get it. I tried to make her bacon the other day. She didn't even get excited about it because it's like she was so worn out and affected by this night terror thing that she just didn't even want to, you know, get put anything into her body or like be, you know, her, her uppity self that she is. It took her longer to kind of, awaken from that that sleep state you know what i mean you know kids when you first wake up sometimes they're in that sleepy state and and stuff like that you know i would talk to her on her way to daycare and and try to sing songs and stuff like that she has no desire to do that anymore um when she the on nights when she has these night terrors i, I know i keep harping on it um but I, it's a really crazy situation um and uh, i i hope it gets better i hope it grows out and i hope that our pediatrician has something to say that that helps us with it um when we go tomorrow um and with that said that's gonna be all for this week's episode of dad hard with a podcast this was a solo episode um i i really if you can't tell this night terror thing is really digging at me so i, I really wanted to kind of get that across and definitely give the heads up to, to any parents behind me in in the adventure of fatherhood that might be coming up to that two-year mark because this shit slapped me in the face out of nowhere. It was like dumping an ice bucket challenge on my head and I wasn't the one accepting the challenge, right? Um, it, 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 it's really, it really throws you for a loop. So um, once again, I'll plead. Anybody that's dealt with it, shoot me over. Shoot me over any suggestions that you have. Um... And once again, I'm extremely proud to announce our partnership, Dad Harbor, the podcast with Manscaped. Uh, I just used their 4.0 trimmer, uh, their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the other day, and it's fantastic. So definitely check out manscaped.com. And between now and Father's Day, you'll get 20% off when you use the code DADHARD20. Until next week. Same dad hard time, same dad hard place. That's all for us. We're out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. 
remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Care about nothing, remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. I'm talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking. Can't be that, man. You remember. And if not, you need to rewind this. I'm out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DADHARD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code DADHARD20. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped.